Welcome to Glowing Green Beauty Podcast, your go-to podcast hosted by myself, Ruchita Acharya. I'm here to talk openly and honestly all things beauty in terms of sustainability, green and clean beauty. So let's decode the beauty together. Hi guys, welcome to Glowing Green Podcast Season 3, Episode 2. Last month, we got overwhelming response when we shared the talk about positivity with Shruti Babu. But today, I have another amazing guest who is known for Masala Mommy. Today, she's going to bring the wisdom on pregnancy and postpartum care. This topic is again very personal to me because I myself halfway into my pregnancy. And I'm really, very excited for this because I feel like we oftentimes we get so wrapped into the new baby and taking care of ourselves physically and we forgot to nurture our own like emotional and mental well-being. So I want to welcome Masala Mommy, Anisha Pandya Patel. Before I hand it over our conversation to her, I want to share a little bit insight on our amazing guest. So Anisha is a new parent coach, uh, founder of Masala Mommy, Ayurvedic postpartum care specialist, and her favorite title is Mom of Three Boys. Wow. <laughs> By the way, I'm also having a boy. Yay. Yeah. So, so exciting. Yeah. And she helps new and exciting mothers like me prepare and navigate the transition into like early motherhood. Simply daily living to amplify parenting joy. It's her personal motto. She empowers new parents to do the same. So welcome, Anisha. Hi, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Why don't you tell me how are you feeling? I'm doing good. I cannot believe that. So by the way, we are recording on Dhanteras, which is a start of the Diwali festivities. And you can see her determination that on the festival time, with being a three boys mom, she's here to talk about mental well-being of people like me who are going to be a mom for first time. <laughs> so... Anisha, I want to welcome you. I'm really very happy that you get a little bit of time to spare with us on this topic. Well, absolutely. And this topic I'm so passionate about. So thank you for inviting me to talk about it. So Anisha, a little bit, I mean, I shared with my audience who you are, but I think if you can let us know what motivates you, what gravitate towards this topic, how this whole Masala Mommy thing started. Yeah, absolutely. So back before I would say 2015, I actually had a corporate job in the well-being industry. So not just healthcare, but well-being in a holistic way. So that's where I really kind of learned more about what makes us happy. And it's not just our physical well-being. It's mental, emotional well-being. It is our social well-being and feeling connected to others. It's living a life full of purpose. And when all of these are aligned, that's when we really perceive to be the most happiest. So fast forward, you know, I had two kids at the time and I left my corporate work and decided that, you know what, there was just so much work to be done in really helping new moms and expecting moms navigate how to live this life more holistically because things get shaken up, shaken up, things change. I 
I really felt that our healthcare system specifically had gaps in really preparing women for pregnancy and early motherhood. Correct. That's kind of where it all began. I just felt like our healthcare system inadequately prepared women for not just postpartum, which we will talk a lot about. I think there's so much work to be done in educating and empowering women for postpartum. But even in the preconception, I think in, I don't know if it's assumption or if it's just the way we're not educated and brought awareness, but there's so much more to preparing your mind, your body, your lifestyle before getting pregnant. It's not about the prenatal vitamin and just knowing when you ovulate. There's so much more to it. And I'm just passionate to help women achieve their dreams of really having a joyful pregnancy and motherhood experience. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, I'm so glad that you see the gap in the system. And frankly, I had a hard time getting pregnant myself. And I have not found a single source other than your Instagram page. I just came to know from few people and I'm like, hey, who is this girl? And I just (laughs) checked that. And I found so many help and it's the story itself. It's so much motivating. So you see the gap and you just ran with it. And I'm sure not just me, there are so many women out there who would like this kind of help, not just having just one app on your cell phone when you're ovulating or having an ovulating kit on your bathroom cabinet. But instead of that, you want something else because when I started I thought like, okay, I'm ready to have a kid. And it's been six, seven months. I didn't get pregnant. I start to get worried. After that, it's more depressing, right? Like once, if you do not conceive. And I did not even just, and since you're talking about this, I think it would be good to share a little bit about myself that then I look for what to eat. Then I look for... (laughs) how to clean my space, what kind of cleaning product should I use? Then I look, what kind of personal care product should I use? Can I use whitening toothpaste or not? Like things like that, Yes, which is very eye-opening to me. And I didn't find a single source other than your website and your Instagram page that I can do. So I think that's why I really wanted you to be here. And I can totally see that if they can motivate me being a client, Of course, it's going to motivate you to keep on running this amazing initiative. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, there really is. I love that you kind of brought your own example into that of, can I use this toothpaste? I don't know. What can I do to really live a more toxic free lifestyle? Because that really does leave a footprint on our body. And these are a lot of things that women start to think about, even if they have not been thinking about it when they're planning a pregnancy or when they've become pregnant. So And what I wanted to do, I have my e-guidebook called Before the Bump, How to Prepare Your Mind, Body, and Lifestyle for Pregnancy. My main motivation for writing that was a lot of women want to know these things, but without Googling for hours and hours and not really knowing whether that information is reliable or not. The only other alternative is if you buy book after book and not a lot of women have time or interest to read book after book. They really want the lowdown. That's how I want it, right? And I had spent the time researching and the more women I spoke with, 
it was the same reoccurring topic of, I would love to know these things. I just don't know where to start or where to get it in a very consumable, simplified way. And that's where I saw a gap. And I really wanted to do that for women who are embarking on this brand new experience. So if you want to give tips, a person like me who are going through the pregnancy or a person like me who had a hard time conceiving it and later on, what are the three tips you would like to share with us which can help women overall, right? Being a good, (laughs) joyful parent, not just joyful kid, just joyful parent, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that my number one tip, I guess, if you would call it that, is really to do a self-care inventory. And this can be done at any time. You don't have to be pregnant. You could already be pregnant. You could have three kids. You could have no kids. It really doesn't matter. I think it can be done at any point in our life, but it is so important to self-reflect and look at those different elements of well-being and see how are we doing and taking things back down to the basics. It can be as simple as, am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating nutritiously? Do I have a relaxation practice? Whatever that looks like to me. We live in a very stressful type of lifestyle here, especially in the Western world. And we have to build stress resilience into our life. And the best time we can do that is before we have kids. Because once we built that in, we can then evolve that practice. But we've already been practicing that. And I can tell you as a mom of three, having that stress resilience built into my daily lifestyle is so important. It is crucial because if I'm not happy, if I'm not feeling balanced, if I don't know how to kind of deal with the stressors of life, I'm not going to be able to really be my best version for my family, for the people around me. And kids can sense your anxiety or like your depression or whatever you have, like Oh, 100%. 100%. And I think it is so important to have that practice before pregnancy and throughout pregnancy to take some time out of the day to do some mindfulness, whether it's focusing on your breath, whether it's just taking even a one minute of silence, depending on how busy you are during the day, just to listen to nature, whatever it is, whatever calls to you, there's really no one way of doing it. But again, having that relaxation practice is so important. And just setting small goals. So whatever that is, once you've done that self-inventory and you realize, hey, I'm doing a really good job in these areas, but hey, these other areas, are where I want to make improvements to set really short goals. Maybe it's just pulling up your sleep time by 10 minutes, whatever it may be, taking it small baby steps at a time. I started walking at least one and a half mile because I was a walker. I used to live in New York and I walked a lot like in my early 30s and 20s and all those years. And then I stopped and Before I got pregnant and now I'm pregnant, I still continue walking. I didn't realize on that time it was a part of my lifestyle, but (laughs) I didn't realize that is the thing which makes me feel ground to myself. Like I feel like so relaxed and refreshed after I come from the, I mean, I get tired, but I'm like, 
No, but still I love it. I love to go for a walk. So yeah, I totally get it. Like everyone has a different way of self-reflecting yourself. And that's how I self-reflect myself because I think about everything, all my goals and everything when I go for a walk, brisk walk or something. That's what I do. And I totally get it why you are giving us tip on self-reflecting some kind of a self-care inventory that's a really nice word I like that yes yeah I'm so glad that you're walking I think walking is so underrated it is such a simple thing you don't need anything you just head outside but getting that fresh air that sunlight it's so refreshing so and of course it's so healthy while you're pregnant yeah yeah definitely yeah that's one thing what about other if you have any Yeah, I think, and I talked about it earlier, but really having a postpartum plan, that is key, especially when we're pregnant. So much focus goes on the baby, right? Getting all the baby items, having that baby registry, setting up the baby's room, you pack your hospital bag. And when it comes to postpartum planning, not too much happens. And this is a huge problem because The mom really needs just as much support, attention as the baby. And going back to that self-care, if there isn't a plan for it, it is really difficult to do when you are not sleeping enough because you are staying awake with your baby at night and feeding around the clock. And sometimes it's hard to even find time to eat and shower and just these basic human needs that we have. So to have a plan set up in advance, what nutritious foods and herbs you can eat, having a support system. So receiving help and receiving support are two different things. Help can be really more temporary. Support (laughs) is what you really need ongoing. So definitely take the extra time to create a postpartum plan. Those first 42 days after giving birth are extremely important and vital to your mental health, your physical health, and bonding with your baby. So I cannot even stress how important it is to have that postpartum plan. That's something that I actually have been working on myself. I'm getting my certification in Ayurvedic postpartum care because I find that it is so important for mothers to take care of themselves and to educate them on what they can do. I totally agree. I mean, like when you were talking about the baby registry and that's all I'm thinking right now. <laughs> I need to yeah. buy this. I need to buy a like crib. I need to like those bassinet, which kind of bassinet, that's all I do. And it hit me that I didn't think about those post 42 days of postpartum plan, which I haven't done it or I didn't even, even think about it. So that is really common because as moms, We have so much love to give and that starts early on. So we're already focusing on this baby. So it is really important to have family or friend that you trust, that your energies align, to have them during postpartum. If that's not available to you, to have a postpartum doula or hire a new parent coach who can be there to support you while you're supporting the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are the good tips. And what is the last one you would like to say? So we didn't talk about pregnancy itself. And that was kind of by design because there are so many resources out there while you're pregnant. Like Baby Center is awesome. 
to just know like how your baby's developing. And there are so many baby items out on the market. But I would also say to really enjoy pregnancy, journaling is an awesome way to just record how you're feeling and have that as something to look back on. I did that during my pregnancies and I love kind of going back and sort of reliving that because it doesn't come back. It's such a special time. So I would again say sort of incorporating that mindfulness practice into your pregnancy and taking it a step further and recording that because it does become really precious to relive those. It's so funny you say that. I was thinking about doing my pregnancy journal, but my first three months were so bad. Like I was like hardly posting anything on Instagram, posting anything on my blog. And luckily during the podcast time, season two ended and I can take a little bit break. And then I can start season three, which I started last week after like my second trimester started. So I feel like, (laughs) I mean, I totally missed my first trimester, but I feel like it's okay. I can start with, I remember all my second trimester and I can remember what happened in all those weeks. And I always like journaling because When I was a little child, like I always used to write a diary. On that time, there was no concept of journaling. I'm that old. (laughs) But anyways, so yeah, I think I should totally try doing journaling. And I think it would be really nice to look back to the memory wall and see that what did you do (laughs) on that time? Yeah. And you know what? I didn't love every moment in pregnancy. And that's okay. And I would write about that too. Because it's so nice to be able to go back and say, you know what, I pushed through that or I remember that time and kind of give yourself credit for those tougher times as well. So yeah, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. I had really bad nausea as well, all three of my pregnancies. I don't know. I feel like my tolerance is a little bit low because I have seen other girls who are my Insta friends and they were like having pregnancy... (laughs) Everyday morning, hi, hello, how are you? Even though they are pregnant, I don't know how they get this energy. I don't get that energy. And I only get that energy by like walking or doing some exercise. I have a little bit of energy afterwards, but (laughs) I think I should start doing, yeah, that's a really good way of remembering the whole experience of being pregnant. Exactly. And I'll add us to one more little tip that I personally really enjoyed. I would read. So I would actually read to my babies like while I was pregnant. They start to develop their sound. So like you're in a really good place now where you can start sort of that second half. Um, But my husband would read to my belly. I would read. And it's such a nice way to kind of start that bonding already. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely try this, the last one for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anisha. Those all are great, wonderful tips for all the women out there who are trying, who are in pregnancy, or who are dealing with the postpartum time right now. So I think it will help to everyone. So if let's say if people like us would like to get to you, what would be the good way of getting help from you? Like, Do you have any Instagram is the one or do you have any website? If you can share with us, that would be great. 
Yeah, absolutely. So Instagram is a good place to start. The link in my bio will take anyone to the tools that I have. So for those that are just thinking about pregnancy and are kind of ready to try to conceive, I do have an ebook for them called Before the Bump. So they can get that from the link in my bio. I also have a free new mom self-care checklist tool as well. So some of the things we talked about, gentle reminder, so that they can request that and I'll send that to them. But there's more information on masalamami.com on the services that I provide. I do offer one-on-one virtual coaching. So for anyone, um, you don't have to live where I live. That's the beauty of technology, but I'm happy to be a part of this journey and support moms from pregnancy through postpartum. Yeah, it's a woman's life-changing moment. And I feel like everyone, I mean, someone cannot experience this, unfortunately, but I think this is one of those God's boon that we get as a woman. And this is really wonderful initiative to help other women in this journey. I really love your initiative and I'm sure many of my audience will definitely would like to see and listen to you <laughs> from Masala Mommy. Thank you so much for time and everything. And I wish you a really very happy Diwali. You too. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me. The pleasure was all mine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we'll be in touch for sure. <laughs> yeah, because I am going through all this, what you're working on. <laughs> I am so excited for you and your journey and to see it unfold. Yeah, I'm always here and happy Diwali to you as well. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us at Glow and Green on social. Till then, see you next time.